Coming to you live from the Chamber of Hunter Studios, this is Haunting You. I'm John Schultz. And I'm Keone Hutton. Welcome back to the Haunting You podcast and Happy New Year. We have made it into 2022. <laughs> Some of us didn't think we would make it, but we if you're listening to this podcast, it is a testament to your uh, dedication or at the very least stubbornness. Congratulations on surviving the last year. Uh, we made it now on to 2022. I'm concerned you may have just jinxed us since we're <laughs> recording this in December. I know. Yeah. So we're, we're recording this like a week before 2022. So everybody keep your fingers crossed that, you know, nothing happens in the next week. Fingers are crossed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. Yeah. But on that note, uh, Merry Christmas to everyone who is celebrating. Uh, it's Christmas Eve Eve here while we're we're getting ready to celebrate. So I hope every all you listeners out there had an awesome Christmas or whatever ho- other holiday you celebrate around this time. I hope it was a good time, ha- nice and relaxing, got to see some family and just had some downtime to really relax because yes. I think we all need it right now. Very much. <laughs> but as we are getting ready for 2022, oh, what an exciting time it is going to be. We've got Fear Expo coming up later this month. First time Hunting You podcast is ever going to be at a convention, which is really exciting. Definitely come check us out in Owensboro, Kentucky, 21st to the 23rd. Uh, if you are in the area, definitely come check us out. It is free admission until like the 19th or something. So go register which now. Is awesome. It's free. And you can't How many really can you get into free of charge like that? That's not very a many. Great deal. Not very many. So take advantage when you can. But since we are diving into a brand new year, we thought it'd be a great opportunity to bring back all of our friends from the Chamber of Haunters to talk about what the Chamber has got going on for this year. So this episode is going to be just one giant Chamber's Corner. <laughs> which is okay. Oh, I like how you phrased that. I like that. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm also going to insert the our regular Chambers Corner you know, bit in there. So I think it'll be a nice fit. But anyway, we have the president of the Chamber of Haunters, as well as the owner of now Scream Punk Haunt up in Reedsville, Pennsylvania. Welcome back, Mr. Rob Knowlton. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We are excited to have you here. Let's uh, start it off. Tell us a little bit about how your season went. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was definitely interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that a good interesting or a bad interesting? Uh, good and bad. Um, it was a learning experience, but it was a good one. Uh, <laughs> see, this is where I've come to learn as haunted attractions. Uh, you either operate indoors or outdoors. That's you know, it's usually one of the two. But <laughs> you know, you're inside or outside. Um, sure. And if you're outside, yeah, you may have your outside building, but you're still outside. Uh, sure. So you have two choices of what you're going to do. And for me this year we were outside as, as same as we were last year um, you know we rebranded and everything and and really pushed ourselves to the community and grew a lot you know even before the season we just got a lot of followers and people who were you know checking us out we got you know hosted by our newspaper you know we had interviews and just different people you know were just interested in what we were doing and building because i mean neighbors could see us building it you know so everybody <laughs> in the kids were like hey we see them doing stuff over there like what are they doing <laughs> yes. so I count on that. That's most of my uh, advertising right there. Right, that's right. It's for advertising. I mean, they're watching. <laughs> you know, it works. It it really does. I mean, everybody wanted to come. They're like, "What are they building over there?" You know, just everyone wants to know. I mean, they know what's going on overall, but yeah, you know, they're they're interested. Like, what's going on? You know, within those walls, I'm building from you know inside. So, <clears throat> uh, excuse me. So yeah, it was interesting for sure. Um, 
you know, it, leading up to it, uh, it was it was hard because I, I realized it's been a long time, you know, minus last year um, since I was part of an outside attraction as far as operating one. So I, you forget the calamities <laughs> that <laughs> come your way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, you hear about it, but you don't remember it if you, you know, if it had been a long time since you lived it. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and we had right? some pretty crazy weather events this year, yeah. especially like the day we were trying to open yeah. the 29th. We got hammered. Were you guys yeah. suffering through that, too? Yeah. So opening night, we uh, we we decided to open for three weekends this year um, and opening night, we had crazy wind gusts come through uh-huh. and they were calling for rains. And so we weren't sure what was going on. And the wind came through and had damaged a portion of our attraction, making it unsafe for us to open. So we dealt with that opening night, not being able to open. The next night, it pours. And obviously, <laughs> being an outdoor attraction, we cannot open <laughs> safely uh, in the rain. So <clears throat> people weren't liking that. But it's like, I, what? I, and I kept reminding people, you know, this is the thing I kept telling them, safety is primary for us. Absolutely. You know, it's like, you know, right. we want you to come and have a good time. But if you're not safe, you're not going to have a good time. And neither are we honestly because we're all because all my staff were going to worry about was are they going to make it to the next spot safely and honestly the terrain we dealt with with the weather it made it impossible and we had even one point where we uh, we got flooded in our area for the first time in years where we lived near a creek but it flooded the whole street into our area and uh, flooded the attraction and so we we had to cancel the following week oh uh, no yeah yeah, so two weekends in a row, we're like, okay. <laughs> you know, so it wasn't looking good. So then we, we opened up and, and we had, we opened up a, a night extra and we had our, our regular opening night and everything went well. People were loving it. And then our final night, it rained. And of course, of course. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. You know, so, <laughs> uh, it, and I know, it's, I know it sounds weird. This is going to be the weirdest comment ever coming from a haunter. Uh, even with all of that, it was a successful, unsuccessful year. I know that probably makes no sense coming from a haunter. Um, but I feel like even though, you know, th- there was stuff that lost I me, mean, we had, we suffered damages, you know, to s- some things. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, a haunted attraction, if you're a haunter, you know this. Every year you go through, you, you, you're bound to lose something, even if it's mm-hmm. small, you know, something happens. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I have to remind my team of that because they, they, you know, they tend to give like, oh man, you know, it's just like, like, yes, this, this stinks. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, but you have to remain upbeat about it. Cause otherwise, you know, you just decide, well, it's not worth it. And yeah. that's why I, I keep telling people, that's why if you're in it for the money uh, you, and you right. have those nights like we did, <laughs> you're not going <laughs> to, you're not, not going to stick around. Yeah. No, you're like, forget this. It's not worth it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and it was amazing because we had, we, we had our, we decided to open an extra night. So we opened the following weekend on sa- on Saturday. No, Friday. I apologize. Um, and did w- one more off night at the last minute. We had a great showing, great turnout. And even, you know, had people literally admitting they beat their pants. Um, so, you know, that makes you feel good when you get those, you know. Who, you know that's admit. the goal right there. That's, that's it. That's every hunter's dream. Like, let me make them, you know. Fear crap themselves, you know. You know yeah, I don't yeah. care what. You know, let's make them do something. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I said, it was a successful, unsuccessful year. It sounds bad, but you know, it, I mean, but the nights you were open sounds like it was pretty successful. Yeah, I mean, we got to open. I, that's why, I, like I said, you have to look at it positively. I mean, I could have, I could have looked and said, you know, I was open less nights than I was closed. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, 
that's the reality. And that's going to happen, especially if you're, you know, indoor or outdoor. I mean, even indoors can have their problems, you know, technical sure, difficulties. Sure. I've gone places where, you know, they've closed down on the way there because, you know, technical difficulties on the inside. You know, you can't, yeah. you know, they're not immune to their problems either. But the nice thing is, like I said, because of how we've grown, even, even with the calamities, I keep saying, that we faced, we finally found an indoor location uh, that we're going to be moving to and, and really adding to it. And we, we tried a different route this year, which we realized semi works, semi doesn't. So I don't know if I, if I told you about this last time I was on, but our attraction uh, was designed as it, we do a storyline. Okay. Yep. So it, it follows a theme mm-hmm. and they enter one attraction and they go through the first one. The second one was an escape room. So it's five minutes and we have to time everything so far apart. So that way people don't run into each other and we're not getting backlogs. Yeah, because the yeah. escape was part of it. Like it wasn't like a separate thing. It was like part of the story. So it's a quick five minute, you know, you're in, you figure it out. If you don't get, if you don't get out, you know, something happens and you're sent to another place. Either way, anyway. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you still get to go to the third part. It just depends on what part of the third part you're going to go through. Sure. And so, I mean, we realized, uh, you know, as fun as it was, it was hard because you have to space it. And when you start getting a lot of people, uh, and you got to wait five minutes, you know, or four, yeah. three, depending on how quickly they get out or don't get out. Uh, you know, and so that was a learning experience for us. So we are going to do the escape from next year, but we're going to do it as a separate attraction sure. um, because it's just people loved it and they wanted it, but they wanted a little bit longer, which, you know, there's attractions I've been to that have the five minutes and they love them. But a lot of the people that were in my area, they really wanted a longer experience. They just, that's what they wanted. They wanted yeah. more. Yeah. So I was like, I took that feedback and I was like, great. I mean, they loved the attraction, but they definitely said, you know, hey, we, We'd love to stay, have done it longer. You know, it's like, oh, well, that's cool. So that was positive, you know, in my opinion. You know, it's like, you know, they they wanted to be there. They wanted a longer experience. But overall, it took them about 30 minutes to go through my track for a place. So that was oh, okay. So they, I mean, they loved that part. You know, it wasn't like quick in and out. And on our last day, we did a lights out event. And, you know, we just some run free. Like we normally would try to direct them. We'd scare them in a certain direction. Uh, we know where our, our, we know, we know where to put them, <laughs> you know, yeah, um, right. but that night we let them get lost, which was fun because, you know, it's like they get the one and you scare them. They, they go back the opposite and not knowing where things work <laughs> in the dark. They don't see, they don't see the doors to go through and they don't yep, know which sure. ones, are, doors which ones aren't. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was a great experience. And like it's a very, a very great learning experience. So that's why I said, you know, it was, it was a successful and successful year because, you know, if you look at it financially, you know, as far as revenue, yeah, it didn't bring in, you know, the, the big bucks, but it, like I said, I think too many times, you know, we look at that as a, you know, that's the only way we measure success in the oil industry is if I'm bringing in, you know, hundreds, thousands, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. It's like, sure. that's great if you get to that point, but that's not your only success. If you, mm-hmm. if you learn from your mistakes and learned, you know, what you can better yourself mm-hmm. in and what will bring the people back, you know, that will get you to that point someday. But yeah. you, like I said, you have to learn from it instead of taking it and saying, oh, well, this is, this happened, this happened, this happened. It's like, okay, what did you learn? So, you know, and, and that's, you know, like I said, for me, it was a great learning experience. It's something that I feel, you know, as, as far as other people that, you know, reach out to me for, you know, help or want to learn things, it has helped me to learn so I can share it with them and say, hey, these are things that do work. These are things that don't. So I, I think that's right. the same thing that as haunters we should look at is, yeah. you know, look in terms of, okay, what I learned so I can share with someone else. <laughs> so they don't have to go through that hard <laughs> Exactly. That is what we are all about. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
do you want to talk a little bit about uh, why you rebranded or what was your inspiration to rebranding? Because when you were on before, it was the steampunk haunt. Now it's right. the scream punk, which yep. I like, by the way. Good change. I like that. Thank actually, you. Yeah, it's a good change. It's a good change. Thank you. Yes. So when we when we first opened, you know, we, we had a steampunk attraction because you don't really see many full steampunk themed haunted attractions. I mean, they yeah. may have steampunk designs and, and attractions within, but the whole entire, I mean, you don't see, at least I like, as I did my research, I didn't see any that were the yeah, entire track of the steampunk scene. Yeah. Yours is the only one I'm aware of. Yeah. And so I thought, because mm-hmm. I wanted to be in, unique. I mean, not, not that nobody does, but it's just, you know, I, I, you get to the point where when you go to so many attractions, I mean, you see the, the normal stuff, like you see your Freddy Krueger's, your Jason's, your Chucky's, your, you know, Michael Myers, which is great. I mean, I love seeing that. Don't get me wrong. But when you see that a lot of attractions, it starts to become sort of monotonous. You know, you mm-hmm. expect it, you know, especially if you see it like two or three years in a row at the same place and you're like, okay, well, that's cool. But now I expect it. And yeah. I right. felt like staying in that steampunk theme, you know, made it very unique. I could create my own story, my own characters, almost like a book. You know, it's like, it's my book I'm writing. I'm, I'm doing it live. And I just wanted to immerse people. Like, I'm trying to, like I said, my whole theme is to create an immersive experience. And so- while I was thinking in the off season between the previous season going into this season, you know, like I said, I, I, it's, uh, it's, it's always why I keep by my bedside a little pad and a, and a pen, because you never know for anything, what ideas are going to pop in your head. You know, <laughs> you wake up in the middle of night at 12 midnight, one o'clock in the morning, you get a crazy idea. And, and that's sort of how it happened. I mean, you know, I, I just, I woke up and I was, I, guess I spent the night, believe it or not, just before I went to bed thinking about, you know, how can I really, make this bigger? How can I take us to the next step? How can I make this its own storyline and grab people and have people want to come? And, and like I said, I woke up in the middle of the night and just, you know, I was thinking, you know, I was just like, scream, steam, scream, steam, scream, punk. I'm like, now that's unique. I mean, you know, <laughs> steam punk is unique. Right? I'm like, scream punk, you don't hear that anywhere. <laughs> so oh, absolutely. I was excited. I was like, so I wrote that down. I'm like, okay, scream punk. And so I woke up, you know, I went to bed. You know, I went back to sleep. It's like literally, I woke up, wrote it down, went back to sleep. <laughs> you know, that, that's what it was. <laughs> like, okay, you know, I'm writing this down. And then I went back to sleep. You just, you know, like nothing happened. I wake up in the morning and I look at this. And I'm thinking, okay, like this is, this is cool. So I start playing around with it. You know, what I'm going to, you know, is this something that would work? And I sort of talked to family and friends and just try to get their feedback. Like, what do you think sounds better? You know, steampunk or, Screen punk, and they all said, you know, screen punk, just, you know, it's just, it's unique. Yeah, you, know, you don't hear yeah. it, and it it, yeah. it, it, it sounds like steampunk, but it, you're using an actual word, you know, it's, it's not just made up, but I mean, using an actual word that rhymes with it. It just, so yeah, so it was one of those things where uh, I wish I had a better story to tell you, but that, it was, <laughs> that, you know, that's sort of where it came from. Now, I'll be honest, like the reason we, we rebranded was, like I said, we just wanted to bring in a, a new life to it, because like I said, we, we do want to grow and get bigger. And obviously, like I mentioned before, we yeah. we were offered an indoor location for next season, That's which I, I think it is. I mean, now granted, there's a lot that goes into that. I mean, it changes the whole dynamics of, you know, the, the laws in Pennsylvania and what I've got to buy by in codes. Like, sure. but sure. Sure. Yeah, well, well, and the thing is like, people don't realize like, like, like yes, I, I realized that this changes my dynamics, but at the same time, the rebranding process, I feel like really contributed to it because it mm-hmm. created that uniqueness. And by providing that to them, and like I said, I would give little bits throughout the year, you know, it, you know, here's what's going on and here's what we're doing. And here's yeah, and little bits about the storyline. And it just really seemed to bring people in and people just, you know, kept, you know, just seemed to 
you know, I have people from hours away say, you know, we want to come and see what, what you're doing. And, and like I said, this is, <clears throat> this is only, this new location only about a half an hour from where I'm at currently. So it's not far from me, uh, which is great. And like I said, it's, it's in a great location in, in a small little town that sort of has a little bit of a creepy history to itself too, which is really awesome. neat that it brings to it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's really a great opportunity and I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, I just, I, I just, uh, I'm excited for what 2022 will bring for the attraction and, you know, it's uh, I, I my wheel's been turning. I like it's I keep that <laughs> kind of like that. I'm just writing stuff down. I'm like, okay, we're gonna do this next year. We're gonna do this, right. and yeah. So <laughs> I've got some crazy things I'd love to do. It's it's and the biggest thing is, I mean, the ideas uh, sound great on paper. It's a oh, matter yeah. of now how do I make them work? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, oh, I, don't I know it? All right. Okay. How do I play this out? <laughs> so that's, that's, that's trick number two. <laughs> right. But that's okay. We're, we're in the brainstorming phase right now. This is the time that's to right. get the crazy ideas. Oh, yeah. That's right. I mean, we'll find this out what works. Time to take chances. Yeah. That's right. I mean, you know, you don't know until you try. So that's right. We're, we're going to give it a try. <laughs> so but we're excited. We've got well, a lot awesome. of great things planned. So it should be a great season next year. For yeah, everybody. sounds like it. We'll, we'll have to keep an eye and see uh, what ends up happening at Screen Punk Haunt for 2022. Yes. So let's talk now. Let's just gears a little bit. Talk about what's happening with the chamber for 2022. Sounds like you guys have been, well, I know you took the last couple of months off uh, dealing with the haunt season. That's, that's right. what we do. But it sounds like even since the haunt season ended, you guys are already Ooh. jumping on big plans for 2022. Why don't you tell us about it? Ooh. We are. So, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, uh, you know, with final attraction, you, you learn a lot uh, and a lot of that, like I said, will come and help the chamber. Uh, and, and a lot of our members had the same, not the same experiences uh, as far as calamities go, but they had their own experiences that will ha- or have you know been beneficial in conversations we've had. And then a lot of the things we want to propose and move forward with in 2022, a lot of our plans, you know, may take three to five years to fully implement, uh, but we do plan on um, at least starting a lot of these in 2022 and getting them moving forward. Uh, like I said, as far as full, 100% implementation where it comes off without a hitch, you know, three to five years down the road, we, we hope for that sure. slight bit of perfection. Uh, you know, I mean, you worked out all the kinks. Uh, but one of the things that we, I did want to talk about was uh, we have a new training that we're going to be offering to members and non-members alike. You know, the biggest thing that we've looked at is, you know, how can we not only help our members, but the industry itself. Uh, the reason we we created the chamber uh, to begin with was because we we believed that we wanted to make sure that you know no matter who you are you know if you're a fan you know and you just love the industry and you want to be a part of it somehow even though you maybe don't have a desire to act or you know build or do whatever but you just want to be a part of it to you know haunt owners escape room owners you know a vendor whoever you are you know whatever you are in the industry uh, we want to make sure there's a home here and so we. But we we really really want to make sure that people understand that we're here to help the entire industry, not simply just those who become members of the Chamber of Haunters. Uh, so when we start, started talking about the training we're going to offer, um, it has a lot of different moving parts, which is why, like I said, a lot of it uh, will begin to implement in 2020, 2022. I apologize. Uh, but it will move forward. Um, and and next, I'd say three to five years, we should see a pretty good version of what we are hoping to see in the end, uh, the clear picture. Uh, and this training, like I said, it, it's very inclusive. Uh, there's a lot of things that it's going to involve, uh, you know, it, health, health and safety, uh, you know, 
different types of uh, trainings and certifications that, that can be gotten from like first aid. I mean, obviously we're not going to, we're not going to be doing that, but we'll have the courses offered at like the Texas convention uh, by those who are certified first aid uh, professionals uh, such as EMTs uh, or anybody from the EMS services. So, uh, you know, we are looking at different areas like that because uh, we, we, we realize that people uh, that get into this, especially the newer ones, and even even those who've been in it for years. Uh, I we, I think we think of health and safety. Uh, it's always on our minds. I, I, I would say not, you know, I'm hoping 100% of us are thinking that, you know, at all times. But I don't always, and this is my personal opinion, uh, I, I think because there's so many moving parts when it comes to our industry. You know, you, you've got actors, you've got, you know, uh, the props, you've got, you know, the different parts of traction that you have a hayride, you have a trail, you have a haunted house, you know, there's just, there's so many things that, that as an owner, you have to worry about uh, on a daily basis through the whole year. Even if you're not in operation, there are things you got to move to worry about. Um, and I feel like on some things that we don't always think of that are as important, like CPR certifications, first aid certifications. Do we have people at our traction that can perform those vital services, those mm. life-saving services, mm. until the professionals arrive. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Can we save somebody in the meantime? Because you don't know if a, if a you know a staff member or a customer is going to get hurt on site. And yeah, you may have a first aid box, but it's like, and some people you know, they may say, well, we, we've got security, we've got EMS, what they're there for. It's like that's great, but not every attraction has that capability. Yeah, exactly. Of, you know, mm-hmm. it's like. We we want to prepare those. We don't want to just say, okay, well, you're on your own, figure it out. It's like, no, we want to prepare you. Everybody at their that's a, the, you know that goes through this course will have different things, and then at the end, they'll get uh, a certain designation. Um, they said that we're going to roll out with that. We'll let people know that hey, they've they've become CPR certified, or state certified, taking our our different courses that we're going to be doing, both virtual and on site. So as as they go through, you know, that's something that we're going to be working on you know, making sure that all happens. So that's, that's the biggest thing is, you know, we want people to understand that we're here to help, that we've got training on the way. Like I said, I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of people in the chamber that are really excited about that are looking to move it forward. So, I mean, that training, I think is going to be very helpful. Cause like I said, I, we, there's a lot of trainings out there in the industry and they're all great and they're, and they all help in a lot of ways. And we promote, you know, anybody to get any trainings that they can get anywhere no matter from other organizations within the industry or with you know outside of it, it doesn't matter. Uh, we promote them all because it's, it's all important and they all train you in many different things. But we feel uh, you know a lot of attractions, like I said, especially your smaller ones that don't have the capability that I mentioned a couple minutes ago for EMS or security. They need to know how to take care of themselves. You have yeah. to learn how to think yeah. for yourself, and, and we want to provide that. And this is something that I don't think I have seen anywhere. You know, every time you go to a convention, I was just going to say have? that. You have costuming classes, you have makeup classes, you have uh, maybe building or prop building or, or something like that. But I don't know that I have ever seen anything on health and safety, on uh, taking care of your people, sometimes a little bit, uh, but not on the medical There's side. some general like first aid stuff, but not on this level. Yeah. So, but to bring that kind of certifications to the industry, bring it to conventions where people are gathering, I think that's a fantastic idea. And, and that's, that's the whole point. I mean, we, we just, we want, we want people to, like I said, to be able to be self-sufficient. It doesn't matter what size you are. I mean, whether you're a home haunt, a yard haunt, 
you know, you operate one day, you operate 30, you operate year round. Who cares? We don't care. You know, we want you to be self-sustaining, you know, efficient, able to handle the situation. I mean, you know, we have other certifications that are going to come into play. Um, so, I mean, I mean, and once again, these are certifications that are going to come from without the industry, but we're bringing them in, you know, we're yeah, not, yeah. we're not necessarily, you know, saying we're doing it as the chamber, we are doing it, but like I said, we're bringing the outside in, if that makes any sense, you know, we're bringing the, that outside world into the industry. Cause like I said, I think we all think of health and safety, but I just think that there's parts of it that, like I said, we just, we, we leave it to the, for those who can afford it, we leave it to the MS or those who have the relationships, we leave it to the MS. And that's well and good. And if we can create those, that's awesome. But like I said, depending on where we are, we may be 30 or 40 minutes or an hour from the closest DMS service. I mean, who yeah, knows? I, yeah. Everybody's different. So uh, we, we want to make sure that in an emergency, no matter what emergency, uh, you know how to handle it calmly, patiently, and effectively to save someone's life. And so, like I said, it's just, it, it, I, we felt that, that was very important to get that word out is that we're, we're trying to find that way to bring that outside portion into the industry. And once again, there's probably a lot of people that maybe have these things and that's great, but those who don't, we want to make sure they do. And that's why we're creating the training is for that purpose. That's great. Uh, what kind of timeline are you guys looking at? Like, when do you think you'll have uh, something that you can start offering? Uh, we're, we're looking here in 2022. Hopefully we'll start off before the convention, uh, getting things into place. And then by the time we get down to the convention, we're hoping to have at least a couple of our live in-person things. Like I said, like our, our health and safety ones, uh, with the CPR, the first aid, and some other uh, certified that, um, um, sorry, some other certificates that take place on site because you have to be in person. So those are the ones that will, you know, will be off. We'll be working with the the Texas Honors Convention to hopefully promote down there and really pull people out. Yeah, uh, you know, because like I said, I think that'll be important for a lot of people, even if they're not haunters. You know, I mean, people want might just want that personally, and I mean. They, that's where they can come and be a part of that. It's, you know, that's the great thing about the Texas Harvest Convention is, uh, you know, that's why we partnered with them from the beginning is, you know, they, they've been amazing. I can't tell you how awesome of a, of a convention organization they are. I mean, we love all the, all the conventions, don't get us wrong, but, um, you know, it's been awesome to partner with them uh, just because of the, the way they are. I mean, it's, it's like a family, you know, when we work with them and that's the way we are. Uh, and so it's been an amazing relationship that we've shared. Uh, and when we talk, you know, we share our ideas. It, I, I, I personally, and hopefully they can attest this. I don't know, but um, I feel like it's a lot of times we're very unsafe. You know, we'll share our ideas like, hey, we, you know, is, would it be possible to, you know, in the future, you know, or a year or two, you know, can we offer this kind of training or can we do this, you know, at the convention and can we, you know, make this happen? And, you know, they're more than willing to work with us. Um, you know, like I said, you know, the, and that's the nice thing. You know, it's, it's, uh, they want to see us grow as much as we want to see them grow. So yeah. it's just, it's nice to have that in a partner organization. You know, they, they want to hear those ideas and, and, and they're excited about it too. And so, I mean, we have, we have a lot of different exciting things where, like I said, that will be in person that we hope will help the convention. Agree. Cause like I said, if, if that uh, we, 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 like I said, we don't care. We're here to help the whole industry. And even if you just want to get the certification for yourself, like I said, I mean, if you want to take certain courses and just get certain certifications, those, you know, you want to come in and get that as long as you, as you take care of, like I said, for outside members, there's payments involved. You know, if you want to pay for a course and take it. Uh, but for those who are members, obviously that's a free perk. You know, that's, that's the whole point of being a member is to get these trains and certificates uh, without having to worry about, you know, all these costs that are involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just, we, we really want to bring that to the industry uh, and to, to our members and really just any way we can help. We want to, and I would hope that by now, 
you know, like I said, 2020, 2020 and 2021 were tough years for our members, for the yeah. industry, for the chamber. Uh, I mean, just everybody had a hard time, you know, trying to figure out how do we maneuver? How do we help our members? How do we help the industry? How do we help ourselves? There's a lot that went into it. And, um, you know, I would hope that through that, our members uh, could see that, you know, we did what we could at the best we could at the time. Uh, and now, like I said, we're, we're definitely, now that we've figured things out and they had, everybody else has hopefully too, we're looking to really move forward at a faster pace. And like I said, our members uh, seem to be gung-ho. Our board is very gung-ho. Uh, like I said, they're very excited. We had our meeting. It was a great meeting. We discussed a lot of things. Uh, like I said, that was one of them was that training, you know, as well as the, the 2022 uh, Hunters Convention and, and you know, being down there and being with them again. So there's just so much uh, that we're going to offer as well as in the future, we hope to offer some, this will, this will be more of a member's benefit. I uh, won't be offered to, unfortunately, anybody outside of it, but the members within the industry were, and I'm not going to get too much into it because it's still a, I want to say it's, um, it's just being bored. But the hope is, you know, in the future, uh, probably within the next two to three years to implement a, another kind of, there'll be a training within, but it's, it's going to sort of mirror almost what educational degrees you get um, in the, you know, in school. Like if you're going into high school, not high school, but college, you know, if you're going for a associates, a bachelor's, a master's, a doctoral degree, we're going to do something internally that's going to match that, uh, that's going to provide even more training and more opportunities and, and sort of put people at a, what I'm hoping is at those levels of, of haunt education. And so we're just trying to really up haunt education itself. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of it out there and a lot of organizations that do a great, tremendous job of providing it. And we want to continue that same level uh, by being able to offer this, uh, hopefully, like I said, within the next two, three, is this opportunity to our members to, like I said, to sort of become masters uh, in their own right, but like I said, at different levels of education. And so it's, it's very exciting. But like I said, right now it's at the birthing stage, so I don't want to get too <laughs> far into it sure. uh, until we get that closer. But like I said, I'm hoping... Um, by 2023 to start, you know, getting it rolled out by 2024, 2025, I would hope to see that, uh, you know, in play, you know, whether or not it's coming off without a hitch, that's a different story, <laughs> but you know, there, there's bumps in the road, you know, it doesn't matter yeah, how yeah, long yeah. Around, there's always going to be a bump. And so, uh, and with, with the chamber, we, we've all seen that. And like, so that's why I'm just, I'm grateful for the members we have and for our board because they've stuck through with us through these hard times. I mean, uh, you know, it's been difficult. And that's like, that's the reason why going back to, you know, why we offered the, the free, you know, the, the weight waving the fees, I guess I should say of that year of 2021, you mm-hmm. know, for our members, we wanted to get through. I mean, like I said, for some people, they pay $50 a year. Some people it's up to 250 or 275. So, I mean, it can be expensive for some people, you know, that's not a, you know, for a cheap price you know, for, for anybody really. It doesn't, you know, and, uh, and the reason I know that is because, you know, I, you know, I've dealt with people who, who have a lot of money and they still think 275 is like, it can't be a lot of money, uh, you know, right. if they don't want to lose that either. So, I mean, and that's the thing. We, we want people, we want to find ways to help people feel like, okay, the chamber is there through the hard times. And that's what we're trying to really emulate 2021 was, you know, we, we don't just have your back in the good times and the bad times roll and it's like, okay, you know, thank you but you know we're we're gonna we'll you know we'll see you back next year uh you know it's like when hard times roll out we are here that's the point we, we really wanted to make to our members 
was that we do have your back. You're not just, when you're not family, we're not just saying that and then leaving you when, the, when it gets tough. We right. are family and we treat everybody as such. And so that's why we, we did what we did. And like I said, for some people that may say, well, that's not that big a deal. Sure. I mean, but you know, but every, but every little bit helps. It, 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 it does. I mean, it, it does. It really does. And I, I, and a lot of members, you know, even emailed us or called us, you know, and, and, and said that that meant something to them, you know, that, you know, cause a lot of times that doesn't happen. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, you got to pay, you know, it's like, yeah, those tough times, but pay or, you know, we have to cancel. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's in the haunted industry, but I mean, I'm talking about Just like, general, you, know, sure. in, you, know, you don't pay sure. your electric bill. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're like, you're you're have problems. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, we're going to cancel that for you. You don't need your internet. Uh, right. So we, we just wanted to make sure we weren't one of those things that, you know, it was like, okay, you've got enough hardships on your plate. You're trying to pay your bills. You're trying to get through the hard times. You know, we don't need to be one of those things. It's like, okay, you're going to pay us too, or you're canceled. We want to be like, okay, don't worry about us. Let's get through these hard times and then we'll see you on the other side together. So that's the point we really wanted to make. And I think, uh, you know, I, I'm, what I gather from the members feedback is that's what they saw. And mm-hmm. that's why we've even had a growth in membership, even during, you know, the last two years, you know, it, it hasn't been as huge as we forecasted because, you know, we didn't anticipate COVID. Sure. Uh, but, you know, even within COVID, it was better than we anticipated for that. You know, we really yeah, thought yeah. we were flatlined during that time just because, you know, you know, it, people lost their jobs. Haunts uh, weren't opening. So we're like, you know, how can we expect anybody to really join up at this time? And we've had people do it. So they've obviously seen what we have to offer. The value. There. Right. Right. So that's that that's a good thing. You know, we're, we're seeing that. I think so. Yeah, that's that, that's that's the positive thing we've we've learned from the pandemic. I think the only people that did well the last few years are Charmin, DoorDash, and Zoom. That seems to be pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, that's <laughs> you know, no kidding. Uh, to be able to go back and buy stock in Zoom. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, uh, man, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> As we're all sitting here on Zoom, on right? Zoom, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's take a quick break, hear from our sponsors, and then we will be right back with Mr. Robert Nolton. So, Rob, what do you guys got to pick it up for the Texas Honors Convention? Yes. Um, so there's, there's still a lot of things in the works. Um, you know, last year we offered a haunt tour uh, for the first time we sponsored that, um, you know, with, with the chain or with the Texas convention. Uh, and it was, it was well received. I mean, it sold out fairly quickly. Um, you know, it, all the tickets were sold. Uh, and I know there was discussion at, at some point at the end uh, of the convention about, you know, if, if we decide to sponsor that again, uh, you know, do we need two buses? You know, because I mean, <laughs> they had one bus, and we 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 did. I mean, it was it was a it was a it was a first time for all of us, so we weren't sure. You know, was everybody going to be willing to do it? You know, were they not? And obviously, they were, and they loved it. Uh, and so it was it was great. Uh, like I said, it went really well. And so, um, I know that was part of the discussion last year. At the end, was you know, if if we do do it next year, do we need to think about two buses now? You know, to to get more people. Cause you know, we had people afterward that were like, you know, we really want to do it, but you know, it sold out. Sold out. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, yeah, right. we, 
So it, yeah. So, I mean, we're hoping to, I'm hoping that that will come back in 2022. But like I said, I, a lot of things I'll t- speak to as far as the things I mentioned, I can't say what will happen for sure, because like I said, their board will, you know, uh, we'll probably speak to that here in the future in their future sure. once they have their next meetings here. But uh, as far as what, what has been discussed and what we've discussed with them upon leaving and, you know, here in the last couple of months, you know, I know that's something that we would like to see back is, you know, the, the bringing back that haunt tour because it was successful and everybody had a great time. I mean, they just, everybody on the bus loved it. I got to be on the bus with them and it was just, we had a live actor on the bus, which made it really made it great. I mean, oh, he, 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 oh, he entertained them. I mean, it was, <laughs> as, okay, it was a hoot. I mean, it just, uh, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, he did an amazing job and uh, like everybody loved doing, mean, you know, whether it was on the bus or, you know, at the other haunts. I mean, he just, it, it was nice because I mean, on the bus, I mean, luckily the, the, attractions we went to weren't far but it was uh one of those things where like with the distance i think it was about maybe half an hour mm. uh to the one and a 15 minute drive to the other and then a 45 minute drive back and you know he was able to entertain them that whole time so it wasn't just like just sitting there on a bus especially late at night you know when it got yeah. later yeah uh, it was entertaining so i mean awesome. that was awesome and that was all done by the Sonics convention they thought of that themselves and it was it was amazing it was awesome i was so glad that they decided <laughs> to do that it made it amazing yeah so like I said, that that's that's where it's like, you know, working with them has been such an amazing experience and partnering with them because they have all these amazing ideas, and all these things they want to do next year. And with the, with what we saw last year and looking ahead to 2022, I mean, you know, I mean, we had vendors that, that, that came to the convention that, you know, the board told me that they had vendors that sold out in the first day. You know, what I mean, and they saw and there was one vendor that sold their entire booth. That's you know, I mean, amazing. I know they bring their set there and they they usually sell it and they weren't thinking they were going to sell it there and they did. And so then they had to make another one for a future convention. It was like, Oh, you know, that's first world problems right there. I know. for real. So I was, I was so excited for the Texas convention when they told me about that. I was like, that just attests to the kind of convention they're building because I mean, like I said, their attendance was high. I mean, it was always a lot of people there each day. Uh, everybody wanted to take, you know, all the different classes that they offered. And that's another thing that, that I know they were looking at was evolving their classes. Like, how do we make it like, like I was mentioning about our trainings, the things that we're offering that, that maybe aren't being seen as much, not, not saying they're not out there somewhere, but they may not be seen as much that we're trying to bring to the forefront. Yeah. They're doing the same thing with their convention. They're trying to bring a lot of stuff to the forefront, you know, whether it's with from the classes and instructions they'll be providing with the vendors that are coming in with, you know, like I said, I love that they, they allow everyone to come in, you know, cause I mean, it just, I didn't know that the local area had really taken to this. I wasn't aware of that. I mean, they told me, but you don't realize how many people were out and, and it, you know, how many people in that area in Mesquite, Texas, were huge fans of the industry and and you know they were there they bought stuff from tons of vendors i mean vendors were having supply problems and they did not expect that and that was i mean like i said virtual problems that was a great problem that's a to great see. problem to have <laughs> yeah, you're problem, that's the one you want to have that you're yes. that you know i mean yeah i mean if you're a retail store probably not but if you're a yeah, hot vendor that's a great problem because you know that there's people so when they come back next year they know there is a crowd waiting for them to buy their product. So they know that they need to do double the effort to bring double the product for the following year. So it was just, it was very exciting and very positive to see that. And like I said, they have so much planned between, you know, what they're going to do with, with their their classes. um, You know, like I said, what they're going to offer while you're there, you know, like I said, their party that they had their, 
Their after, their after hours party was awesome. Uh, they had a great band there. I mean, they were just amazing, uh, as well. I can say. I mean, just you know, I, I know my wife and I because we went. You know, they she she raved about how great they were, and just we enjoyed the music, being around people, the costume contest. You know, just it was nice to see people come out and just really participate. Like I said, I mean, even outside people. I mean, people who may not be part of the industry as far as actors or anything, but they were getting part of the costume contest and just really loving it up. And you could tell these were fans who just love to be a part of it. And I think that's what's so great about the Texas Horrors Convention is, you know, this is for everyone. Just like we're for everyone, they are too. And I'm not saying that if you're a convention that <clears throat> that only allows certain things, like, like that's fine. If you don't allow us, like, people, like honestly, that doesn't matter. That you know, How you run your conventions and same thing with Texas, how they run them is their thing. But it's mm-hmm. nice to see that because, like I said, when you would watch the costume contest, it was just so neat to see people who probably outside of that might not get recognized. Yeah. They yeah. might not be known. And it was like for months after you'd see stuff photos float around Facebook, like, oh, did you see that person? You know, it's like, oh, this person, well, I remember him and I remember her. You know, it was, it was like, and, and you could see like comments from those people on Facebook, uh, you know, chiming in and saying, you know, it's so, it was so nice to be a part of that and so nice to be recognized. And, I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, whether you're in the industry or you're not uh, in some form, you know, people want to be recognized and mm-hmm. even on the outside, you know, they, they have a love for it, but it's like, where do I go and get that? And it's just so refreshing that, that they can get that at the Texas Harvest convention. And that was just, I don't know. It was awesome. It was great to see. And uh, like I said, I mean, and it's and on top of that, I mean, it was free publicity for us. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. For them, for the Texas Harvest convention. I mean, People kept talking about the Texas Honors Convention for months after. So, I mean, it's like, why wouldn't you want that? Free press. You know, everyone's talking exactly. about the contest. You're like, you got to go next year. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, why wouldn't you want that? So it was just, yeah. I mean, I know I keep raving about them, but it's like I said, they really are a great group of people. You know, if 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 you ever, like I said, hopefully if you ever get a chance to come down, you know, and get to meet the board. Now, granted, it's hard for me because, you know, I'm, I'm, I would be honest, I'm prejudiced to my board. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think my board is amazing. So, but 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 even though I I, I feel that way, I still believe that that the Texas Arms Convention is is what is like I said, one of the nicest people. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of nice people sure. out there, but they're one of the nice people, caring people, and just awesome people you'll you'll meet besides my board <laughs> of course of course um, yeah sorry i know i, I i'm sorry I, I i rave about my board too because i'll be honest this is something i want to share as well you know my, like i said it's been a hard it's been a hard and trying time for all of us as i mentioned a couple times i know i keep going back to this but when we got back together and we met at our last meeting last week it was very refreshing once again to talk with with the board and and just, you know, as we were going through and talking about the different things we want to do in 2022, you could see the excitement, you could hear the excitement. And they just, you know, and we're like, so we're, we're, we're changing the way we do education. You know, we're, we're going to offer a lot of different educational opportunities, you know, not just at the convention, not just through the, the training that we're, we, I spoke of a few minutes ago, but, you know, there'll be a lot of uh, online member opportunities, whether that's virtual or, you know, trainings that we'll put out there that people can access at any time, you know, and it'll be, I mean, they're, they're touching on topics that, I think people know about and have heard about and probably have talked about, but there's still a gap uh, in those trends. Like when we, we talk about social media, you know, I mean, and my, my second vice president, uh, Jan um, Newth, had talked about this, you know, she, you know, she mentioned, you know, you know, maybe, you know, if you look, if you, if you look deeper into social media, you come to find things like, you know, maybe Thursday night, 
you know, from five to seven is the prime time to post things because that's when everybody's usually home from work. That's when people are online, they're relaxing, they're going through, right. you know, that might be better than, you know, Tuesday morning at 6am or yeah, yeah. Friday or, you know, or I don't know, Saturday, Sunday night at midnight, you know, when there's, you know, maybe the crowd you want is not awake. Uh, maybe they are, I don't know, but you know, the, the whole point is we need, we went, we want to find those, gaps where it's like, okay, maybe some people know this, but there's people that obviously do not. And we want to fill the gap of the do not. So yeah. like I said, we've got a lot of extra exciting things that we're working through to, to contribute to that. And just, it's like I said, the, uh, I'm very grateful for the board that we have for the partners. I mean, including your, you, you know, you all, uh, you all are partners who have stuck with us and, and, and stay with us and, you know, continue to work with us. Cause like I said, I mean, it's been hard times and, and we understand that, but it, it's just to have people understand that, you know, this, this is a family. And I know I keep saying that, but that's the thing I, I bring home and it may sound corny to a lot of people. And they may say, well, that's not worth money. Okay. Maybe that's the truth. But like I said, you're not, you're not paying for the family aspect. You're paying for the benefits that we offer. And we're trying to go above and beyond to offer as many benefits that we can to overload you. We don't, we want you to feel like what, you know, as a member, that you've paid this amount of money and you're getting weight, you know, you're getting triple four or five times more of the opportunities and content and trainings that, than what you paid. The bonus part that comes with our organization that is not the payable part is that family part. And like I said, mm-hmm. while that may sound corny and people may say, well, that's not worth money. I get that part. But my, my part is people need more than, than anything today, especially when it comes to this industry, you need to feel like a team. You need to feel like oh, it's yeah. not competition. And, and that's, the thing I hate the most is when you have two attractions that are near each other, instead of looking at it as an opportunity to work together and to create business for both of you and to really up the ante. I mean, you can even have a positive competition. Like it's like, you know, you know, can I get 10 more people than you out this year? You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be competitive as you could. I mean, no one's going to go to your attraction every time you're open. I mean, if we're going to be honest here, if you're open 10 days out of the month or five days or two days, you know, People are going to go to different ones. If they like yours, they're going to want to find another good one. Like, you know, yeah, just, encourage them to go check out others. That's right. You know, because I mean, you you can't change your attraction that much in one season. You know, to make it different for every right. person. You know, so so why not share share that wealth? I mean, it's like if you like what you saw here, go over here, and then vice versa. That person yeah. says, "Hey, if you like what you saw here, you got to check this place out." And that's what we want to promote is that healthy environment because. I've seen it too many times and it destroys people more, not so much the people that it gets done to, but the people that do it Uh, because, you know, I don't think they realize it, but it's like that, that negativity, while it may have worked at one point, because I used to hear the saying, you know, even though it's negative advertising, it's still advertising, or even though it's, you know, negative, I'm still out there. It's like, okay, I get that. But I think we're getting to a point in society where that's no longer a viable thing. Um, and so I really have been trying to push that home with, with members, with new people joining with our board. And like, that's why I just love our board because it's like, when I talk to them, um, you know, we may all, I mean, we may all have our different beliefs, uh, whether that's philosophically, uh, politically, religiously, whatever, <laughs> you know, you know, when you have sure. a board of 13 members, you're bound to have a lot of people with different mindsets uh, and backgrounds. And that's what makes not only the organization is so great, but like I said, the board and the people who sit on it, because we are on the same page. You know, it's like we may have different under, uh, theories or beliefs or 
you know, different things that we say, okay, this is goodness and bad, you know, that may be the case, but at the end of the day, we can remove those things to come together as the chamber of hunters. Like that gets left at the other door when we enter this door. And that's so great about the board that I currently serve with right now. Cause like I said, they, they're all like that. I mean, we may have our different points that we be are willing to bring out uh, at different times, whether that be in public or in private. But when we get to the, the point when we're together, you can see us come together as a team. And, and, and that's what will sustain not only the, the board, but the organization and, and our members. So like I said, I know I keep driving that point home and yeah, like I said, it, it, I get the fact that that's not worth money, but I think that's a big driving point for us only because we want to be unique in that aspect. We want people to feel like, okay, this is your home. You've bought, you've, you've bought and paid for your home. This is where you are. And we want you to be a part of that. And, and I've mentioned this before, the last time I was on, you know, we, we, we don't care if you want to be a part of other organizations as well. You know, I mean, you want to, I mean, hey, I mean, go for it. You know, I mean, we're, we're, we're not the type of people that say, hey, you can only be a part of us. Like, that's not how we roll. <laughs> you know? No exclusivity, like, right? Yeah. I mean, if you can find benefit in, I mean, <clears throat> I'm a business person by trade. Um, I have my own uh, consulting business and I'm a realtor. So, you know, I, I've spent a lot of, a lot of my, career uh, in business prior to, even prior to, you know, having my own business. Uh, you know, I spent a lot of time running businesses and, and the biggest thing that I just really saw was that, you know, it, it just, it gets so frustrating in business and, and things just don't go well. And you see things are politically motivated and driven and nobody wants to be there. No one wants to be a part of it. And so I've been on that, that end of things. And so now being on this end as an organization, it's been such a great opportunity to, to bring that my life experience into this and try to sort of help people to see that, you know, this, this is an organization that is, like I said, we act as a chamber of commerce, you know, mm-hmm. when, I, when I said, when I was a business person, I mean, even now, I mean, I'm a business person, but, um, you know, I, I'm a part of different organizations here. You know, I'm a part of two chambers sure. as a, as a local business person. You know, I have one here locally where I operate locally. And then I have one another place where I, where I operate, you know, I, it's not my main place, but, but I have one there. So it's like, you know, both offer different, unique opportunities. You know, they're both chamber of commerces, but for different yeah. areas and for different things. And so I, I think in the Honda industry, even among organizations, um, I think it's important to stress that, you know, while we want as many people to join the chamber, like you mentioned, John, we are not ex- you know, exclusive. Like this is a, a mm-hmm. one home. You know, it's like if, if you can find another home that can provide you a different benefit than what we can uh, and you want to have us both, by all means, have that one. If you want a third one, a fourth one, I mean, heck, if there's that many out there, go ahead and go for it. I mean, right. we we want you to feel like that. And that's what we want to promote. <clears throat> and so, uh, th- I mean, like I said, because we we operate as a chamber of commerce. You know, that's that's how we were created as a as a national organization that operates the chamber of commerce, just like any other national or state or local chamber of commerce. We operate in the same fashion, and we want to educate and network and market and advertise and do everything in the same fashion. So that's where we we find our uniqueness. You know, everyone asks us, you know, how are you unique? And that's where we are are unique as an organization. We're not just an, a, an organization or an association we are a chamber of commerce, which makes us a little different on how we mm-hmm. network, how we educate, how, what we offer as benefits, uh, you know, where we can help you maybe a little bit 
you know, in a different area uh, than, you know, other organizations. But like I said, you're going to have other associations and organizations that are going to do the same thing. They're going to have things that they can offer depending on how they were created or how they were organized uh, or, or the people they have on their board. You know, it doesn't matter who it is. Like I said, I mean, there are small and big organizations out there. And, and, I, and I think it's important that we can find ways to work together. Uh, and that's what we promote within the chamber. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, where you can get that education, that opportunity, you know, take it. You know, because uh, like I said, I do that here locally. And it's, if anything, it's benefited me by being a part of more. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, I get more networking. You know, I get more opportunities where people will come to me and say, hey, you know, I heard about you at this chamber. And, you know, it's like, well, it's great. You know, it's like, well, you know, let's talk. Uh, so that's what we want to offer. It's like, hey, you know, we're just another place that you can come and get education, training, and and just networking and all these benefits that like so we're looking to roll out in 2022. Uh, you know, that I just I'm so excited for. Uh, and I know the board is excited about and hopefully our members are excited about too. Yeah, I I know I'm definitely excited and we'll be watching very closely so we can keep all of our listeners apprised of everything that's happening as well. Uh, I think I remember, so we're getting pretty close to the hour mark, but yep. I want to touch on this real quick. I think I remember last summer, uh, the chamber partnered with a new charity, Hunters Against Hate. Yes. You want to um, talk a little bit very, about that? Of That's course. Really. Yeah. Um, so uh, Paul Lanner, who is the founder and, and, uh, uh, and owner of Hunters Against Hate of that organization, uh, he's a really great guy. You know, I, we've, we, we became friends on Facebook and I've, I've watched him grow the organization and We've talked and, you know, I know he's gone through a hard time trying to get it up and running and trying to get on speed, just like, you know, just like we did, you know, as we started, you know, getting things up and running, just like any organization does. I mean, that's the one thing I try to remind a lot of people. It's like, you know, don't get down, you'll get there. Um, And like I said, he has done an amazing job with Hunters Against Hate. I mean, they had their first convention last year uh, or this past year. uh, And, and, you know, we had members from the, uh, from the chamber that attended and it was an amazing event. Uh, you know, I heard nothing, you know, our members had nothing but good things to say, let's put it that way. Um, and Paul Laner himself is just an amazing guy. You know, you can tell that he cares. I mean, the books they've put out, the, you know, the, he's, I mean, I think he's working on book seven now, if I'm not mistaken, it, it could be, you know, like it could be yeah, seven or eight yeah, he's around there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, it, it, it's that same thing. You know, when we talked about the Texas Harvest convention, recognizing people that probably normally wouldn't get recognized. He has really done an amazing job uh, within Hunters Against Hate to help people who probably, uh, you know, wouldn't get recognized any other way. Uh, I, I'm hoping that's not the case, but he he's brought people to the forefront and it's really been a great opportunity for them because not only is it free marketing for him, you know, I mean, they're in his books and, you know, obviously that's where they can go find these people, but you know, it, it's it's promoting a lot of what he believes in, which that's why we partner with them. You know, it, it's it's really truly a, any forms of hate because that's <clears throat> that's the one thing that I think, and I won't talk too much on it because I don't want to get politically into it. But you know, when you talk about hate, you know, it can get very one sided either on a, on any front. It doesn't matter which front you hit it from. I mean, and, and when it comes out hate, there are multiple a multitude of fronts we could talk about. The one thing that really started me to look at him and even the chamber was that it was all forms. You know, it wasn't just this form or that form or this group of forms. It was all forms of hate. And I was like, that grabbed my interest because I thought, you know, I, I think now more than ever uh, in our society, and, you, and you, I, I guarantee you've all probably seen this, 
Um, you know, 2020, 2021 were crazy years, uh, not just with COVID, but just hating itself. <laughs> you yes. know, it's just like, like everybody hate each other. <laughs> and I, obviously that's probably still out there, but I feel like it subsided a little bit. Um, or at least it's not as, as heavy as it was at one point, but, um, you know, I think that's the thing we need to be putting out there more is, is, you know, we all may have our ways of thinking. Okay. we all may, like I said, whether it's politically, religiously, philosophically, whatever, you know, we all have that and that's okay. We're allowed to have, that's why America was created, but to have an organization that says, okay, just like us, you may have that, but you leave that at the door. And when you come mm-hmm. here, you, you, you leave the hate behind. And it's like, I think that's very telling of, of Paul Lanner's mission, um, of his vision for the organization and for the people that he's helped. I mean, I've heard the stories of, you know, you know, one little girl, and once again, this is for he's share, but a little girl who, you know, he was, he was, you know, it was after the convention. And it's like one of those things, very sweet, you know, when a convention ends, you're not ready for it to end. And, you know, he shared the story where after that point, you know, this girl, you know, I think father was that came up to him and, and said how much, of a difference, you know, that he made in her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mm-hmm. thought, you know, that's impactful. I mean, you know, you don't ever know. I mean, even one person, uh, and, and I know he's impacted way more than that. I mean, it's probably been in the hundreds and he could be the thousands. Um, and, but it just, I mean, I think for him, and I, I can't speak for him personally, but, but that had to be a very uh, telling thing for hopefully the work that he's performed, you know, for, yeah. For yeah. what he's promoted and for you know what his organization can accomplish and i and i and like i said that's why we want to push ours against hate and help them because we want we promote the same thing you know it's like there is no room for hate of any kind like if you don't have to like everything that's going on and because i don't but but there's no reason to hate the people you mm-hmm. know it's like why yeah. hate there's no need to hate that so i i just yeah i mean you know like i, said, I won't go on and on and on but but he, like I said, he's an amazing person. If you ever get the opportunity to talk to him, like I said, if you, if you can even have him on the show, he would, he's an amazing guy. I mean, he, uh, he's just done so much and touched so many lives and to have an organization that, that believes what we do. And once to see that roll out, we wanted that to mirror our organization, you know, someone who says, Hey, you know, that stuff stays at the door. And when you're here, you know, we're, we're friends, we're family, you know, you, you have your ideas and your thoughts, but, you know, we're family. We help each other. We're there for each other. And that's, that's what he's been for a lot of people. And so like so when he, when our board agreed to, to, to have him and when he agreed to be with us, uh, it was a partnership in heaven as far as that charity was concerned. Cause like I said, to have somebody like that in our organization and helping so many people, why wouldn't you want someone mm-hmm. like that? Absolutely. Oh, you know, totally. I think, speaking mostly from my experience, but I think a lot of hunters would agree, you know, we were the outcasts in high school and we were mm-hmm. the, the people who didn't really have a place. And yeah. we all kind of found that place in the hunt industry. And so yes. I love what hunters against hate is doing because it tries to make it, make the industry as welcoming as possible for all those yeah. people who have nowhere else. Right. And, and I think like I said, to, oh, if I take more, 30 seconds, you know, I think more and more than ever, what you said is what's needed today, yeah. you know, really. Yeah. And you speak to that outcast, you know, it's like, 
I, you, you still see it in the industry, which is the sad part. And that's why I think Paul's mission and vision, whether, I don't know if he sees this, but this is, this is the effect I see him having. And mm-hmm. I hope he, I hope he sees this, but you know, I think it goes a lot of beyond the points he makes. I think it even goes beyond, you know, it goes to the point of, you know, I go back to the fact of, you know, we need to, as attractions, we need to find ways to work together and be there for each other and not hate each other. You know, it's like, we need, we need to look to each other as, as friends, as family. And instead of, okay, that's my competition over there. Like nobody can go over there. And Paul having that mission, that vision, because like I said, you mentioned that outcast, you know, I know I, I felt that way growing up. Uh, I felt very much like an outcast. And there's been times even in the industry where I felt like that outcast and, and, it, and it really thinks when you become an adult <clears throat> and even in business, you know, I, I saw that, you know, whether it was me or someone else, and, and to have someone like you said, come into the industry and bring that mentality and that voice to the people, no matter who, no matter who you are, what background you come from, give them a voice in the industry and say, doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, you know, what you've done, uh, you know, you're, a, you know, you're a human and, and, you know, there's, you know, you have a voice um, and, for him to do that, you know, is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Hunters Against Hate is having their second event July 8th yeah. to 10th, Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, go check out their website at, I didn't pull that up. At least check out their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Hunters Against Hate uh, and Texas Hunters Convention. Their convention also in July, July 16th and 17th, 204 days left until we can all get together in Mesquite, Texas. Yes. So we talked about uh, hot safe training. We've talked about the convention. Anything else you want to, you want to touch on before we wrap it up? Um, the, the, the only other thing, like I said, um, you know, that, that we are just, I would probably end with is, you know, we hope that, you know, more people will, will join. Uh, like I said, we're looking forward to really serving a lot of people. You know, they can find a lot of information about us, uh, whether it be on our Facebook page or our website, you know, we have a standout advertising who is uh, our advertising partner. They're the ones that that build our website. They're the ones that do all the a lot of our work for us. Um, you know, as, as Steve is on our board. Uh, he's he's the owner of it. He's an amazing guy. Like I said, I I, I can sit here and rate better member on our board. Uh, but you know, like I said, he he's done an amazing work. Uh, you know, really getting us out there and you know making sure the website's always up to date. You know, making changes as needed. You know, and that's one of the things we offer. You know, within the chamber, you come in the chamber and you know, you know we offer those advertising and marketing discounts uh, through the chamber uh, to to be able to work with standard advertising and you know to get you know your own website out there or your own advertising out there. And you know, there's no better time to join. I mean, right now we have that promotion uh, with, with haunting you. Uh, if you get on our website and you go through and and you join uh, the chamber, if you put in the code haunting you at checkout uh, when you're doing your dues, it'll it, you know it'll save you fifty percent off our the membership for the first year. And then the nice thing is we have a new system in place that I that I actually automatically uh, subscribes you. So that way uh, we still send out a you know a reminder beforehand uh, what you know from you know when your year mark is going to end thirty days prior, um, just give you a reminder that's coming out, but. That way, you know, you're not worrying about, okay, you know, I got to, you know, when was that, was it due? When do I have to pay it? You know, as when you go on, you can actually, it actually allow you to subscribe. And that way, every same time next, you know, the next year, it'll take it out again. And you don't have to worry about that. So like, so there's a lot of upgrades and updates that have been done to the website and, you know, within the chamber that I'm really excited about. So like some, I, uh, 
I, I'm just really excited to get into 2022. I mean, I don't want to rush things. Uh, I think we're all ready to get 2022. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think we're all ready to, to have that new year and, and hopefully a better year. Yes. Uh, yes. We've had two. 100%. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, we just, like I said, we, we hope people will, will, will join and uh, you know, become members and, and help us continue to build this organization. I mean, that's the last thing I would leave with you is, you know, this is really member driven. Uh, that's the biggest thing that we really push. You know, this is, we re- we want to make it clear that when you join Carol Hunters, we give you a voice. You know, we don't want just people to join and say, okay, uh, you know, just sit back and, and just, you know, get all these benefits. Like, yes, that's a part of it. But we, the great thing about the chamber is it's all about consistent growth and, and how do we, and I don't mean just in numbers, but I mean, as an organization, how does the organization grow? Not just in members, but in what we offer. And that's where the voice comes into play. Like there's people out there that probably say, I have a lot of good ideas, but I never get asked, you know, you know, because I'm not, like you said, I'm maybe the outcast. I never get asked for my good ideas in the chamber. We're going to ask you and we want those ideas. And so there, we have a lot of new things that we're doing as far as committees and, you know, opportunities to serve within the chamber you know, you don't have to be on the board to serve. I mean, there are going to be more, there are local, we're localizing a lot of the chamber's efforts now. Uh, like I said, we did a restructuring of the board, you know, a year ago. And, you know, that really put things up another notch for the chamber and then allowed us to then take things not only to a national level, but then to a back down to a regional level and a localized level to make sure that, you know, members are able to be service, you know, given services and trainings and opportunities and assistance and support at a local level that they, it's not just like, okay, someone from Pennsylvania is going to talk to someone from California and, you know, it's so far apart. Do they understand me? I mean, we've got people all around the country that, you know, are, are either near those regions or in those areas and that can help people get through certain difficulties. I mean, granted, we're not going to have every Nav- answer. Navigate those local issues. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's, that's what's been great about the chamber. We've created those opportunities. So yeah, if people come on board, we hope they're willing to, be a part of that and to continue to help the chamber to grow. Cause I mean, I'm not going to be in this position forever. I'll be with the chamber forever, but I won't be in this position forever. So we want people who can come on board and, and take it to the next step. You know, no, no matter if it's a localized approach or regional approach or a national approach, we want those voices at every moment possible. So that's what I would probably leave with you today is, you know, come and join and have your voice heard and be a part of that. Absolutely. Go definitely go check out the Chamber of Hunters at chamberofhunters.com. You can find a link to it in this episode's show notes. And as Rob mentioned, he took the words right out of my mouth. Enter the code haunting you when you sign up and you can save 50% off of your dues uh, for that first year. So chamberofhunters.com. Okay, Rob, it has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you tonight. Thank you so much for coming on uh, and filling us in on all the exciting things that the chamber has going on for 2022. We are looking forward to, uh, to continuing to grow with you for this next year. It's going to be exciting. It will. It really will. We're excited. You going to make it to fear expo. Will we see you there? Uh, We are going to, we are, we're hoping to, but we're not sure. Um, We it's, it, because we're preparing for a Texas convention. Uh, I know we'll probably have people that will probably end up going, uh, but I don't know if we'll have a booth or not, but uh, we, we definitely probably will have you know, members that might end up going, but we just, like I said, we may not be able to make it just because like I said, we've been swamped with getting ready for Texas and. Oh yeah. So, uh, I know it. I well, know it. Or, well, <laughs> yeah. well, if you make it, definitely stop by and see us. <laughs> That's right. We'll definitely yeah. stop by and say hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Rob, so much. It has been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you. Have a good one, Rob. You too. 
I always have so much fun when he comes on. <laughs> he's he's a good. Uh, I, I, it was funny. I was thinking about this a few minutes ago. I had a I had a phrase for it. Now I lost it. But the good, he does bring good content. He does talk a lot, but it's not like a lot of <laughs> yeah. it's not. It's all has a purpose. It all has that's some it. meaning to it. Yeah, he's talking a lot, but that's okay because everything he's talking about, I care about. So I'm more than happy to listen. And honestly, I'm let me that guy you mentioned on. That sounds like a good idea. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to get the, the Haunters Against Hate folks on here. But mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest here. Anytime that I am not talking, I think our listeners appreciate it. So <laughs> I think having someone else take up the mic space is Ow. an absolute Ow. benefit. <laughs> well, you know me. I don't know things. But the, I got you your have your niche. It, I really like I that word. Niche. Which one? Of course you did. Uh, so that was why it says segue into the Cinevention. And that that took the sec. I was like, wait a minute. Is that <laughs> a, are you trying to say convention or did they make something called Cinevention that's some sort of patent on Cinevention. the <laughs> device that they had? Yeah. So I don't want to say Cinevention. I'm going to sound like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John and I are texting back and forth through uh, notes to each other on stuff to talk about with, with our guests. <laughs> and my spelling is not great. So. And I don't think that's true. I think our listeners, you, you have a nice voice. You Aww. have a Coleman voice. Thank you. And you have a nice face for radio. You see, what that was, I was offering <laughs> an olive branch. That was, that was you just kicking me. While I was just... <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Uh, I would have done the same thing. It's okay. That's okay. Uh, that, that's why we get along so well. Uh, so what do you think? Before we, were, before we were doing this, now we, were, we had the Zoom call. What did you say when I showed you my... The video of my son. What did, what did you say? He has more hair than you. Indeed. Indeed. His one, your one-year-old son would, has more hair than you. And while I would be offended at that, it's, <laughs> it's unfortunately it's accurate. That, that's so, it. I mean, you, you can't take. <laughs> what am I going to say? You can't take offensive facts. No. <laughs> that's a losing proposition. <laughs> Even ones that hurt you, the very center of your soul. Especially, that's okay. I think at this point, I'd look weird with hair. I, you know, so, it's been, it's been so long that I have like, when I see your old yearbook photos or the videos we made when we were kids, I, I'm like, who the hell is that? I feel like if I went to like a family gathering <laughs> or something with friends, people would look at me like, what are you, what's wrong with you? Something's have, wrong. I, I, I gotta ask, have you ever considered a toupee? No, I never, never that just because. I'd be way too scared of something happening, like you know, it falling off or a hot grab. I would say a hot grabbing it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the first thing that popped into my head. So I didn't want any part of that. Speak, this is speaking, speaking, so lazy. I thought I've seen like the hair regrowth things. So I'm like, yeah, it seems like a lot of work. They do and seem like a lot of work. Told, this is very minimal upkeep, so I'm that, fine with that. There is that. It appeals and, to the lazy in me. And you know what? You look good. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You look good. I need you to clip that. <laughs> well, it's on the recording now, so excellent. Yeah, <clears throat> but anyway, enough about my lack of hair. <laughs> so I think we should uh, wrap it up. What do you think? You, yeah. Should we do our uh, social media shoutouts? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Haunting Universe One. You can find us on Instagram. Are we still? Uh, we're at Haunting University on Instagram. Still, we right? are Haunting University on Instagram and on Facebook. Excellent. We are Haunting You, just the letter U. Definitely go check out our website at hauntingyou.com. You can find every single episode of the Haunting You podcast, as well as links to all of our social media, our YouTube page, and uh, all of our partners who we, uh, well, all of our partners who we have partnered yeah. with. 
I would love it. If you, <laughs> if it's been a little bit since Halloween, if you're coming off that that Halloween high, you're still looking for um, you know some good content. If you haven't seen the pictures and videos from our haunt, go check it out. It looks fantastic. Oh yeah, I am. You got to get in. So excited with how. Uh, the haunt turned out this year. It was exhausting. And here I am two months like <laughs> here I am two months later and I'm only just now recovering from the exhaustion. It's but oh, my gosh, it was so worth it. It turned out fantastic. It's even it's so funny with Rob in the weather. I'm like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> you know, he was talking about that. And I know I, I already bitched and moaned about this on our, our wrap up episode, but. At least we didn't get flooded. This is true. All, you know, all the things, things that broke and all, all the problems we had, at least we didn't flood. I remember one year we had set up, I, I don't think it was any anything fancy because I think it was like one of our first years in high school and we just a bunch of jump scares, nothing really coordinated. But <laughs> we were like ready. We were all excited. And it, it didn't like snow like a lot, but it was snowing and it was cold. We're sitting out there freezing. You get like one <laughs> trick or treater, and then an hour, an hour and a half goes by. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. I think that was our senior. one of those years. I think that was our senior year too, because like that sounds about right. Our junior year was phenomenal. It we had just the perfect weather. It was is like um, <laughs> really moist air. Like it was really humid, and so we had like this natural fog rising off the asphalt. Like oh, it was just right. an absolutely perfect Halloween night. And then our senior year, <laughs> it fucking snows. And when I say so, snows, I mean, it was like 12 <laughs> inches of snow. Mm-hmm. I'm scraping. I'm digging my graves, my freshly turned graves out of the snow. <laughs> like I've got a rake and I'm turning the dirt over so you can actually see them. And yeah, we, just, we had maybe... 15 or 20 kids come out in the snow like it was so maybe such a i remember a group that had come by there was a fair amount that had come by like car oh and yeah we're just oh yeah driving from house to house I'm like yeah you're cheating <laughs> <laughs> hey whatever but, brings them out but it's i feel like and you know our listeners out there if you feel like this is a pattern tell me i feel like it's a three to one one, good, like one you, good year to three bad ones no, 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 just the opposite. Most of the time, it feels like it's it's three good ones. I can't think of too many times where it's been super. It's been you know one after another over yeah. and over and over. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Or, or maybe maybe bad isn't the wrong way to say it, but like. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, untenable, though, like, or untenable. untenable. Yes, that's yeah, a better word. Where you just can't, you can't. Because even like even these last two have been quote unquote bad years. Right. But we've still managed to pull off like right record breaking, you know, personal record, personal record breaking years. Sure, but yeah, that like you like twelve inches of snow, or you know, sixty mile an hour winds, or you know, flooding in Rob's case, something it, where you cannot function. That's it, and, but, and it's it's all about how you recover. We Talk were not. We, are too. <laughs> well, that's a big piece of it. But we weren't able to open up on uh, the 29th like we had planned. So we found a way to shift our days. And even though our not all of our actors could come back, we managed it. We, we shifted some people around. We shifted some scares around. We added a couple of animatronic scares, and we made it work. 
and we still put on a hell of a good show, even though we lost two actors. So Los Angeles or because they have good weather? Yes. No, San Diego. Mm, less traffic. There's less traffic in San Diego and better Mexican yeah. food in San Diego than LA. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's solid. Maybe you can find that bench. I might be able to find that bench. I spent a lot of time <laughs> on those benches. All right, let's wrap it up. Indeed. We, have, we have been going on for long enough. So <laughs> <laughs> the next time, so happy new year, everyone. The next time you hear from us, will be at fear expo. We are very excited. If you're in the area uh, of Owensboro, Kentucky, or uh, are planning to come out, definitely come by, definitely swing by, see us at the booth. I would tell you the booth number, but we don't know the booth number yet. Doug. It's booth 21. I'm looking at you, Doug. 21. You haven't sent us these information yet. John is just no, pulling no, things out of his butt. Booth 21. He's making that up. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this part out or at least bleep every time <laughs> you say a number. <laughs> you, God, that just makes me want to <laughs> <laughs> no, Mr. Ten minutes. But... I won't do that to you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Before we wrap up today, we have to acknowledge our newest gold level sponsor, and that is Fear Expo. Uh, We are super excited that they have decided to uh, help us continue to bring the uh, really awesome content that uh, we love to bring you. And beyond that, they're also giving us full access to Fear Expo itself. So we're going to be all over the place with recorders and cameras, covering it kind of like the media would, and just getting all of the awesomeness that is fear expo out to everyone else. So definitely go subscribe to our social media, subscribe to our YouTube page because we're going to be pushing just all kinds of fear expo content out during the expo. And we are really excited to be working with them over this next year. Well, from all of us here at haunting you, I don't even know what I wanted to say. Since K is, is drunk on drugs or wait, drugs on drugs. Drug, drugged on drunks. Since K is inebriated in many forms right now, I'll say Happy New Year and Happy Haunting. Hi, everyone! Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license from Purple Planet Music at www.purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see our Facebook page for more information on all the clips used in this episode. Haunting University can be reached via Facebook at www.facebook.com slash haunting you with the letter U or on Twitter using the handle at haunting univer one that's haunting u-n-i-v-e-r one be sure to check out our new page on Podbean at www.hauntingu.podbean.com